Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely. Every day during the season, we'll give you a heap and help in a baseball conversation. It's a segment that we'll call the Daily Pickle. I am in a pickle. We actually get to say that on the radio. An exclusive presentation of the Rob Dibble Show. No one has checked a catcher yet, by the way. Or any position player. No. I would check my third baseman. He's the last guy to touch the ball when they throw it around. Um, I would definitely catch the, check the catcher, you know, because he, they, they're all dirty anyway. Most of them's got pine tar on them anyway. So I would love to have you throw somebody out and they're not guilty. I can't <laughs> stop thinking about the Yadier Molina ball that bounces stuck to, his chest. stuck to his chest protector. He's looking around for it, can't find it. It's completely stuck to his chest protector. Yep. He's like, wait a second. Wait a second. That ain't that sticky. No, and there's no Velcro on the ball or on your chest protector. Um, who do I got to play first, Scherzer or Girardi? Which which one, John? I know you cut them, um, and they have to be played in a certain order. Who who goes first? Yeah, you should play Girardi first. So, uh, All right, is- let's play Joe Girardi. This was post-game last night after he basically wanted Scherzer strip search uh, after the third or fourth inning. I've seen Max a long time, since 2010. Um, obviously, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um but I've never seen him wipe his head like he was doing tonight, ever, um, going like this, right? So it was suspicious for me. He did it about four or five times. Um, it was suspicious. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I just got to do what's right for our club. <laughs> All right, so that was Joe Girard. Now, listen, I watched most of that game. I always watch Scherzer. He's must-watch. He is as hyped a guy as you're ever going to see out there. And he's like a caged animal, man. Yeah. He is going to attack, attack, attack until his arm falls off, and then you pull him off the mound. And, you know, he's always sweating. He's always in his hair, in his head, always touching his face. He's always, He was licking his fingers last night. Again, you can't lick your fingers with a runner on base on the dirt. It's a balk. Anyway. He's doing all that kind of stuff. Some of it, I honestly think, was to get in Girardi's head. And, you know, we had Norm Charlton on last week. Norm talked about that. Every time he would throw a pitch, go, you know, get a gob of, of saliva out of his mouth on purpose, either for Lasorda or Roger Craig or Bobby Valentine, whoever was, you know, uh, we were, you know, playing against, and, or Davey Johnson, and then throw it on the ground. 
you know, or wipe his hand. And it was all a distraction and, and basically um, doing it on purpose. This is Max Scherzer post game last night and uh i i thought he was fantastic i think he's hilarious and in in the process of that he only went five innings and threw 106 pitches yeah the only part that was really sweaty enough on me to be able to grab any type of moisture was on my hair um it wasn't a warm night's night so the back of my neck really wasn't that sweaty uh when i tried to get there um and so for me the only part the only body part that actually had enough sweat on it was my hair so um you know that's fortunate tonight but i mean this is going to be dangerous when you know you're in a cold game and you have no sweat Uh, what will we do then blowing your hand like your fingers I don't want to get really gross. Bart Scott actually went into it. He said, "You've got, you know, you sweat under your armpits." I've, I've told you. I honestly, I'm gonna, you're gonna see a pitcher go down his pants and get some moisture from down there. I mean, that, that guys are going to take this. The, the, the way Major League Baseball overreacts will force the players to overreact to get a reaction. Um, to make you stop this because it, it's just it's maddening it is madness it's a circus and you know like Sergio Romo pulling down his right. pants Sergio Romo have you watched this guy last five years he can't get anybody out you know and he's a specialist now you're gonna check that dude out I mean you first thing I check is his beard I was just gonna say dude, that why did they you not know, look in his beard he's like Gandalf <laughs> out there he's got this beard that's halfway down his chest I'm not checking his fingers they he's, found a file uh, they found they find a, a, a bottle of hooch. I, oh, no yeah. spider tech. You're yeah, good. No spider tech. You're good. But yeah, last week, half a ham sandwich is in there. But, you know, anyway. But the, his reaction, I think, personifies exactly what you're saying. He is not known to have stuff anymore. No. Um, and, you know, in that point, I think he had been checked three times prior. He, the umpire catches him before, you know, he he intercepts him at the pass before he gets to the dugout. They after bring him over to the PUI and checkpoint. And Sergio knows that it's coming again. Like, yep. we're going to go through this again. He he doesn't throw his hat. He, he just po- drops his politely stuff drops right. his stuff, takes his belt, drops his belt, takes his pants, pulls down his pants, holds his arms up. You called this. You said uh, this pitcher's going to do it. it. Well, I mean, because you wear sliding pants down your knees anyway. You wear, It's not really underwear. It's their shorts. And so most of these guys, I'm just happy you wasn't wearing a jock or something on the outside because that's the way I wore mine. Um, but it, it's just, it's so absurd. You're treating them like they're in Little League. They're not they're even. In the major little league, little league players get more respect right now than what the pitchers in Major you League You said do. they're doing it in the minor leagues? Yeah, someone told me that Yard Ghost last night. Bunch of bunch of PUI checks. It's kind of hard. Most of those yard goats aren't getting anybody out. I mean, you know, you want them to keep. If you're the opposing manager, you want them to keep doing whatever they're doing. Not well. Keep doing that. <laughs> you know, you got 13 wins and about 30 losses. I, let's not wake them up. I don't know. I mean, I I still think that this is. It, it makes me feel like the early days when you're in college like the first month of your year in college the cops bust everybody there's right. a bunch of minor in consumptions a bunch of duis set the tone set the tone yep. for the campus for the school year and i feel like they are setting the tone for the campus uh the thing is have we caught anybody yet 
No. Because in those DUIs and those minor consumptions that I'm talking about, those were actual offenses. Like, there were people drinking and driving. There were people drinking under the age. I haven't seen anybody get busted for a PUI yet. Well, I mean, but remember, I, I brought this up the other day. Right now, uh, more than half, you get 16 teams, ERAs over four. So if they're cheating, they're not very good at it. They're, they're getting shellacked, just like everybody else. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, by the way, as a staff, have allowed uh, a league high. No, it's not league high, but they're third in Major League Baseball, fourth in Major League Baseball, 101 home runs. So they're a good team right at the top of the, the uh, you know, been right around the top of the standings all year. Their pitching staff's not doing it. It's their offense, you know. And if you flip that over uh, to some of these other teams, the Atlanta Braves, they've been uh, hot and cold. Red Sox have been hot and cold. Uh, the, their team ERA is 4-2. My who, question who am I is checking that? on some of these teams? All right, so I heard, uh, I was listening to Yankees-Royals when we got off the show last night. And uh, I, I love and respect Susan Wallman. You know how much of a fan of, of yeah. hers I am. And she had said that the batting averages are going up already through the first five days. And I'm like, like even if it's true. Okay, and, but whenever it warms up, everybody starts I was going to say that. And, you know, we're in a few at-bats. After a few at-bats, like Gary Sanchez is a perfect example. You know, he gets a little warmed up. Yeah. Uh, not just the heat, but to actually get his at-bats in. But let's say it does improve to 270. League average gets up to 270 or 260 or whatever. Right. Does that mean we got to do this the entire time? Like, are we going to have to ensure that pitchers don't have anything on them, position players, anything on them, in order to enjoy 20 extra batting average points for the league? Well, I don't I don't agree with her. I mean, I, I go right to the statistics. The number one team in the American League right now, um, record-wise, is the White Sox. Yeah. They're hitting below 250 as a team. And they've got a bunch of monsters on that. And team. here's the other thing: the bar is low. Oh yeah, two forty-five. The bar two forty-five was last year, so that's what I actually go by. Okay. And right now, um, twenty teams are below two forty-five as a, as a team average. So yeah, I mean, a lot of teams are scoring runs. Astros have over four hundred runs. Blue Jays have three fifty. Red Sox have three seventy-one, which I think they do a great job. They've been doing a much better job with runners in scoring position. But, the, okay, she, she wants to make that comment. Your team that you're watching every day were 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position, Susan. The Yankees couldn't drive anybody in. I, I flipped the game on when I told you about the Red Sox questioning every call. Yeah. And I'm watching. Okay, so I watched the starter for the Royals, and, and he's a young guy. He's left-handed. He's all over the place. And he walks uh, first and second. Then he walks the bases loaded on four more pitches. John Carlos Stanton with two outs goes up there. First pitch. Now, you know, to me as a coach or even as a former player, if, if you walk somebody on four straight pitches and you've just walked the bases loaded, you got nowhere to put, you got to take a strike. Guy throws an off speed pitch to try to get something over. John Carlos Stanton hits like a 10 hopper to the third baseman. Guy steps on third, the inning's over. Stupid at bat, unproductive at bat. This guy's making $33 million a year to be a better hitter than that, a smarter hitter than that. So, yeah, we pay the guy to hit home runs and drive in runs, but right there, 
you know, that's a simple kind of little league type fundamental. Don't, don't, he just walked the guy on four pitches. Don't swing at the first pitch. He swings at the first pitch. They're out of the inning. You help the Royals. Royals end up coming back and winning that game. Um, because the ineptitude of the, of the Yankees right now to have any kind of consistent at bats, any kind of focus with runners in scoring position, it's just not there. And I'm not blaming Aaron Boone for this. I'm not even blaming uh, their, their hitting coach for this. I'm blaming these guys for not taking it upon themselves to p- police each other and be like, you know, hey, pick me up right here. You know, you make an out with a runner in scoring position. You you hope the next guy cuts down his swing. I just don't see it. The Yankees have a lot of one, one-way, one-dimensional type players that are trying to, you know, all or nothing the ball right now. Honestly, it looks like the 70s or 80s American League. And I, I'm not saying that these guys um, don't want to get paid because they do want to get paid, but it's up to the owners to stop paying guys for two, 220 batting averages and 30 home runs a year and 180 strikeouts. When you're, when you're overpaying these guys... And I'm not trying to single anybody out, but like a, a, a Joey Gallo. Yeah, when you perfect over, example. When you overpay a Joey Gallo, or let's even go back to Chris Davis. Chris Davis, perfect. he had one great year, hit like 47 or 50 home runs. You paid him $180 million. Gosh. You paid that dude $180 million. You didn't want to pay Manny Machado. You let Manny Machado go free agent. You actually, I think they traded Manny Machado uh, to the Dodgers first. Then he went free agent, right? Um, so you could get something in return. And then you turn around and pay Chris Davis, who absolutely came off a cliff after that. Um, and they're still paying Chris Davis right now. I honestly think that this whole spider tech issue, the battle against the batting average, is an excuse for the analytic nerds ruining baseball. Absolutely. I feel like if you look at your stupid analytics and the numbers that you threw out maybe in this segment where ERAs are up, right, runs are up, batting averages are way down. Yeah. That is an analytic recipe for swinging for the fences. Like that's what it is. That's what you've been selling us. That's what you've been selling us. And I've been guys. telling you, I mean, I could do the numbers, I'll do them tomorrow before the show. There's going to be two thousand more strikeouts than hits. That's that's a, a recipe insane. for disaster. That is, you are not making contact. So you're blaming the pitchers yes. for your lack of – but that doesn't mean you can't bunt. That doesn't mean you can't slash the ball the other way. That just means with two strikes, you're unwilling. You're, you're, you're selfish. You're, you're not being an unselfish, well-disciplined hitter at that point. I'm still going to swing as hard with two strikes as, as when I have no strikes on me, and I don't care, and you're not going to change me. But you know what? Change that guy out there. Because that guy's, and I, I keep telling you, they're not doing a great job of pitching. You could get like to the three, four, five guys in a rotation. You could get to the the middle relievers in a. In a I, I keep watching relievers come in. If these guys are so good, I keep watching guys for the Sox, the Yankees, uh, you know, the Mets with five ERAs, six ERAs. We're seventy games in. Yeah, you had a five ERA, seventy games in. You were losing your job to a kid in the minor leagues, and you were going back to AAA to work on your stuff. They're still not doing that. They're still bringing these guys out there um, because they have to. They have nine guys in a bullpen. I think three or four of those guys shouldn't even be in the big leagues. But that's just that's my assessment of them. I'm just looking at talent level. So you, you keep talking about how good these guys are. You're not showing me any data points 
I'll steal that from A Rod. There's no data, no points, data points to show me Great word. that your your you know foreign substance theory is correct. The, the the correct theory is the hitters just don't want to change. And take it to the hitter side when I see and I don't know what the numbers are lately. Last time we checked People batting over 300. I think there was 11 in the league, maybe 12 in the league. And I was thinking of what we had our friend Dr. Alessi on yesterday from the Donor Joint Institute. And uh, we were talking a little bit about spider tack. And he brought up how he was seeing one of the, the major leaguers that he works on down in New York City. And he asked him, like, man, what's up with all your batting averages, man? And then he was told us that the hitter said, well, the pitchers are all cheating. And I would have said to that young man or whoever that major leaguer was, well, what the hell's Mike Trout's problem? What the hell's Shohei Otani's problem? Yep. Why are Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Endeavors raking? Like, they're <laughs> facing these guys too, right? Like, there's always two sides of the coin. That's the beautiful thing about baseball. Yep. Every action has a positive or negative reaction. And these hitters, man, they've got to get mad at some of these guys that are actually performing. And... The guys, you, you nailed it, though. There's 16 guys. I'm counting 16? it right now. 16 guys right now that um, are hitting 300 or above. And Teoscar Hernandez just qualified because he just came off the the IL, and he's in there. But you know, after that, you know, it fall. You, you're talking 350 players. And 16 are hitting over 300. But we, you, you can't continue to blame this on the pitchers. And we've seen so much baseball, and we know the difference between a disciplined at bat and in a bat where you're just swinging for the fences. You don't have a clue of what you're doing out there. You have no clue of the pitch sequence or no clue of what this guy on you're the mound is trying. You're guessing. And I have never been more frustrated in my life watching some of my favorite players bat this year. You can't tell me it's because of the pitchers who have four-point-something ERAs right. are so great. If they were so great, like, their misses wouldn't all go over the fence. Uh, you know, the, the swinging, the uppercut swing, the baseball's being having a little bit more pop in them. Uh, the baseball bat's being a little bit more awesome, too. I think it's got a lot to do with this, man. It's... They're still throwing a baseball that you have to hit with a baseball bat, like right. as simple as you can put it. So if it is moving around, if it is 99 plus, my advice is to not try to hit a home run. Just try to make contact. I feel like my dad talking to me in Little League. But oh, yeah. that's the way we've had to talk to these guys here in 2021. Well, and to finish the, the point of all of this is that, honestly, I see the the errors because a lot of guys are letting balls drop in there and they're out of position. Um, errors are way down. So the, you can't say, like, well, the fielding is so poor. No. What I can say is, though, once they do catch the ball and they try to throw it somewhere, that's where – so putting the ball in play and trying to get an extra base right. or trying to score from second, not a lot of guys going to throw you out. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of guys that have just ridiculous arms you never want to run on. Acuna Jr. is one of them. Um, you, you know, those kind of guys, okay, you know, Renfro, I think he's got a bunch of like 11 assists from the outfield. He's got a great arm. But for the most part, most guys are not accurate. They don't hit the cutoff. They can't even throw it like one hop to the catcher. So it, it helps you to put the ball in play to just test the defense, make them make great plays, you know, and, and we don't see a lot of that because you're striking out. The strikeout is, is basically a gift to the defense. 
That's what I tell my younger players. That's a gift. Put the ball in play. Put pressure on the defense. So, you know, I'm with you. You know, more contact is more exciting. You know, yeah, even if a guy throws you out, at least you make contact with two strikes and you did something. But when you just strike out and you walk back to the dugout, there's there's the only person that's really happy is the defense, you know, the pitcher. You know, but but for my money, you got to start putting pressure on the defense. We're we're not even halfway through this season. Things can be changed, and it doesn't have to do with the foreign substance PUI uh, checkpoint in doing it. The one thing I noticed too in that uh, Dominican Republic Venezuela game last night, when they struck out, and there weren't many of them, it was like family embarrassment. Oh it was yeah, like you have let the entire country down. Do yeah. not show your face in Shame. public. You have shamed yourself. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Guy, we love having on. Talk about some golf. Cam Rogers does the Tiger Woods podcast from the Believe Podcast Network. Also a national golf correspondent. Cam Rogers joins us next live from the Travelers uh, Championship in Cromwell, Connecticut. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 